Hello everyone, so today we are going to be reading chapter 23, The Wings of Fire, Dragonet Prophecy. Snarfling pointed to the flames rising from the Black Rocks. Peril, the fire doesn't hurt you. <clears throat> Peril, the fire doesn't hurt you, right? She shrugged. It tickles a little, that's all. And the fire is coming from the rocks. What if you picked up the rocks and moved them? Then you could put the fire somewhere you could put the fire somewhere else and open the doorway for us, couldn't you? His heart was beating fast. Peril tilted her head at Starflight. He is smarter, she said. Just like you said. I would guess I could I get I guess I can do that. She sounded like she wasn't very entirely convinced. If you're really sure you want to escape tonight, of course we are, Tsunami said, springing to her free feet. Let's get out of here. But, Sunny, Starfly said. We hide somewhere and wait until Peril can free her more, Tsunami said. And Glory, Clay said. We have to save Glory, too. Glory? Peril's brow creased in a frown. The Rainwing. Queen Scarlet's new artwork, Clay said. Oh, Peril, she said. She's her. She's very beautiful. She narrowed her eyes at Clay, which confused them. Let's run away now and worry about that later, Tsunami said. Is there somewhere we can hide? Peril snapped her wings open. Below the waterfall is a cave only I know about, she turned, nearly smacking Clay with her tail. And then hopping over the pool into the fire. Clay watched in amazement as she wrapped her claws around two of the black rocks and picked them up. She stepped into the tunnel at the fire. Sorry, I looked up to see if I was recording. She stepped into the tunnel, and the fire from the rocks went with her, blazing around her talons. Carefully, she piled up the fire on the rocks. My <laughs> off. Carefully, she piled the, the fire on the rock floor outside until there was a big gap enough for Dragonets to jump through. So now we went first, then Clay, then Starflight. They were all out of the tunnel. Peril rebuilt the wall of fire across the cave entrance. There, she said with satisfaction. Now she'll have no idea how you got out. Can you get these off our wings, Starflight whispered, pointing to the bindings. Peril gave him a hard look. Maybe, she said, but maybe I'll wait until I know you won't leave without saying goodbye. We wouldn't leave without our friends, Clay promised. She scowled. Which way is the waterfall? Tsunami asked. Peril nodded up to Peril nodded up the tunnel and slithered off, leading the way. Stop making her mad, Clay. Ah. Stop making her mad, Tsunami hissed in Clay's ear as they followed. Me? He said, genuinely surprised. What did I do? Well, you're a handsome idiot, she said affectionately. And I'll tell you later, you didn't clear things up at all. Shortly before they reached the central hall of the balconies, she turned of <clears throat> I need a I need to read this properly. I keep on skipping ahead. Shortly before they reached the central hall of balconies, the tunnel turned left and began to rise. Peril signaled for them to move quickly, and they crept toward the sound of dragons shouting, singing, and smashing things. 
Peril glanced over her shoulder at Clay, who was con concentrating on moving his talons carefully over the rocky Goldlands floor. Hey, she whispered. Once you're free, what are you going to do? We'll go find your parents, Clay whispered back. I've never really been to the Mudroom Kingdom. I can't wait. Really? You'll, you'll go straight there? Just five of you? Absolutely. As soon as Paws Clay started, then Tsunami trod. Tsuna then Tsunami trod heavily. Oh, trotted heavily. <sighs> he. And then Tsunami trod heavily on his tail. He squelched a yelp of pain and made a face at her. When he looked up again, Peril had hurried ahead. Clay guessed they had climbed two levels, circling behind the balconies. When they reached an open doorway, as tall as five dragons, and just as wide, they hid around the corner of the tunnel and peeked out. The doorway led into a flat half-circle plateau. Between the cliffs, packed with sky wings and sand wings, and lit by floating globes full of fire, most of the sky wings were, were wearing gold or copper or precious jewels that sparkled in the firelight. The sand wing desert dragons looked rough and common next to them, and many of them stood awkwardly as if they would rather be charging into battle than making polite conversation at a party. Statues of Queen Scarlet in different regal posts were scattered about the floor. Some carved from marble, some carved from gold. <coughs> Others of smooth black rock with rubies for eyes. Ta tables around the outside were piled high with food, and several kinds of prey were also running frantically between the dragon's claws. A low rock barrier kept the prey from escaping into the tunnel, and all of the, around the plateau were steep cliffs going either up or down, so they were trapped. Clay saw a skywing pause mid-conversation, smash her talons down onto a mountain goat, pop it in her mouth, and continue chatting with the sandwing opposite her. He also spotted a couple of scavengers among the prey. Instead of running around like terrified chickens, one was trying to climb the cliff, the other was crawling under one of the tables to hide. It made him wonder if scavengers were smarter than they looked. Now that he could see the feast was out in the open in the air, open air, he realized how dragons out here had heard the prisoners. Oh, I got a little confused. He realized how the dragons out here had heard the prisoners singing. He wondered how the sound had carried down the long tunnels. He'd been wondering how the sound had carried down the long tunnels. But from here, the arena was only a short dragon hop across a couple of cliffs. Queen Scarlet lay on a golden throne, looking down at the other dragons. Another short throne was set up next to the her for Burn. Although Burn's enormous height brought their heads almost to the same level. Burn kept shifting and scowling as if the fancy curved seat was uncomfortable. Starflight grabbed Clay's shoulder and pointed at a large bird cage hanging over the center of the space. It held aloft by wires like the ones the prisoners' legs strung. Like the ones on the prisoners' legs. 
strung between two poles on either side of the plateau. Occasionally, a dragon or two would fly up and circle the cage, peering in and then flying back down to the floor. Crouched inside the cave, with her wings over her head, was Sunny. Her golden scales glowed dully in the firelight, as if she were just another piece of treasure. Stop, Tsunami whispered as Clay started forward. I know I want to get her too. But if we don't do this right now, it's suicide, Starflight agreed. Better to let them think we'd leave without her if they know we care about her, they'll use it against us, his tail lashed in frustration. But she's all alone, Clay whispered. If only she knew they were there, not too far away. He stretched a little farther out, looking for glory, but he couldn't see her. Perhaps Scarlet was hiding her from Burn. You guys cross first, Peril said. Crouch low and run, and hopefully they won't spot us. She sent Tsunami darting across first. The other dragons followed. The others followed at a time. Clay found himself wishing he had darker scales that could melt into the shadows like starflights. They, they huddled around the next bend, waiting for peril. Sorry, she said when she caught up a few moments. I had to wait for the queen to look away. From here, the tunnel branched in several directions. Peril took the one leading down under the cliff where the feast where the feast was. The torches were spaced farther apart as they went along, so the tunnel grew darker and darker. Soon Clay could hear nothing could hear could hear nothing but roaring up ahead. And this time he knew it was for sure this time he knew for sure it was a waterfall. They emerged on a narrow right or a narrow, narrow ridge. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Up a tall, craggy cliff. By the light of the moons, they could see straight down into a glittering, winding river far below. The waterfall pounded ahead of them, loud and fierce. The wind carried bursts of cold sprays, or cold spray into their face. Starfrapp pressed himself back against the cliff. Are you sure you don't want us to unbind our wings now, he said, closing your eyes, closing his eyes. You'll be fine, Pearl said. It's easy to climb down from here. I've done it. I've done it when my wings are tired. tired. See? The cave's right there. Clay peeked over the edge and saw a small gap in the cliff far below, like a tiny gash in the wall behind the waterfall. Definitely was a journey. He'd prefer to do it with functioning wings, but if they had to keep Harold happy. But if they had to keep Harold happy. I see some claw holds, he said. We can rest on that boulder halfway. He stopped. Over the roaring of the waterfall, he could hear wing beats. Someone was coming. He spun around. Hide, he said, frantically pushing Peril towards the tunnel. If they find you helping us, the queen will kill you, champion or not. She said, and she stopped in the mouth of the tunnel, staring at him. Clay turned and saw Tsunami and Starflight wearing matching shock expressions. How did you do what? Do. Clay started, and he felt a heat on his silence. He touched Pearl's scales without even thinking. 
He looked down, expected to see dark scorch marks and claws crumbling to ash, but his talons were only glowing a warm red, even as he looked at them. The redness and the heat had faded away. If I can find where I was. Until his talons felt entirely normal. Again, stop gaping. Tsunami ordered, shoving him at the tunnel. Everybody run. I don't think so, said Queen Scarlet's chilly. I don't think so, said Queen Scarlet's chilly voice behind them. Clay turned slowly and saw the skywing queen descending from the cliff above her. Her bejeweled wings spread wide. Thank you, Peril, said the queen, said nastily. You may be excused. Clay didn't understand. Thank you for what? Peril gave him an, an agonized looking flood up the tunnel. Queen Scarlet smiled at the dragonettes as the Skywing soldiers began to rain from the sky, going solar. So that is the end of chapter 23. So, thank you guys for listening to the chapter. But also, I would like to talk to you guys about a few things. So, I really want to tell you how much i appreciate getting to a hundred or not a hundred one thousand plays that has been a really good that has been my goal since the beginning i honestly didn't think we would be there at least this early it's been pretty much a year and i already have a thousand plays so thank you guys so much i just want to tell you that and on my other, on the Hallows fan fiction in my 1,000 plays, I forgot to put the challenge in there. So I will put, the, I will continue with the challenge in this episode and other episodes. That one I just also wanted the message to be clear for the description. I'm sorry if that caused confusion. Bye.